Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at billgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. Welcome to this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs, powered by Action Coach Growth Partners. I'm Bill Gilliland, and I'm here to help you make more money, build better teams, and find the time to do the things you went into business for in the first place. Hey, my name is uh, Eric Shineman. I'm with uh, the Neighborhood Electrician. We are a small um, electrical company. We handle residential service and repair and enjoy working customers' homes. And uh, yeah, that's that's what we do. Yeah, well, thanks for being on the show, Eric. Um, tell me a little bit about how you got into this business in the first place. I got into it by virtue of my dad. My dad was my dad was an electrician and uh, for years doing doing industrial electrical and well, by virtue of that, just a lot of other stuff as well. And I had had some other jobs that I worked at and I, I got to a point where I was frustrated with some other jobs and my dad's business had grown and he needs somebody to come work for him. And so, uh, 18 years ago or so, it, it, it was a good fit for me to quit my job and go work for him. And then he retired a few, few years later, I took over the business and, uh, that's, that's what we've been doing. Was it challenging to go to work with your dad? No. It was awesome to work for my dad. I, uh, it was just, it's a, it's a, as in the trades, you end up working on a lot of jobs with fathers and sons because it's, there's a lot of that and there's a lot of arguing and a lot of stuff like that that goes on. Um, and my dad and I, that was not the case. We really enjoyed working together. I, I, I look back at those days of working with my dad every day and really actually enjoyed it. Just conversations and learning and life and, and really got to enjoy it. And so, uh, um, and yeah, learning and learn, and it's always good to learn a skill. So no, I, I enjoyed working with my dad. Were you a little older when that was going on or were you, how, how about how old were you? Early thirties, 31, 32. Yeah. Yeah. So you were maybe a little older than most people when they would maybe start working for their dad. Right. Yeah. I wasn't the 19 year old out of high school that, that knew everything and, was arguing about stuff. I was more of a, well, I'll say my, my wife would disagree, but I was more of a mature adult um, and, <laughs> and enjoyed, enjoyed the relationship. So yeah, no, it was, it, it was good. Well, and I think there was an advantage, probably the, the fact that you had gone and worked for some other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There certainly was that. And so, uh, so no, though, those were good years. And then uh, yeah. And then just, you know, the ability to learn and to do a lot of stuff, and, uh, you know, and then also working for my dad, you know, we, we value, and it, it, it works into now, you know, we value, we value quality. We value being honest with customers. And that just came from, from working with my dad over the years, um, and, and seeing that stuff. So what was different when you took over the business from your dad, what, what was different than just being working with him versus actually running the business one the hours um <laughs> apparently well, I, I guess when you go in your own business you just kind of take your time card and you throw it out the window and it doesn't exist anymore it's just your your, your calendar is now your time card but no it's uh just just the whole just the, the the responsibility of now when i do this 
I'm making decisions for the customers. I'm making decisions about the business and what do I do? You know, for the first year, actually several years, I probably called my dad every day. Hey dad, I'm, I'm looking at this electrical issue here. What do I do? And, and, and that worked out, that worked out very nicely. And then, you know, business questions, things like that. And so, uh, um, yeah, it worked out well, but yeah, it was certainly, there were certainly some challenges that came with having your own, with, with, with him retiring and me taking over a business. So it sounds like he retired, but he was available. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very available. Very available. In fact, yeah, I think he came, he actually came and worked for me part-time some, if I would need help on jobs, he'd come out and give me a hand and help me answer questions. And, and in fact, having him available allowed me to get into jobs that maybe I was, wasn't quite comfortable with, but because I had him on back pocket, it allowed me to, to say, uh, yeah, I, I can do that. Hey dad, how do I do that? Um, well, I think there's a lesson in that for anybody who buys a business or takes over a business uh, from someone out there. If you can keep the owner around or maybe, you know, not necessarily there all the time, but available. Like I have a, a industrial construction client right now who's you know, the, one of the former owners is still working there. And that's been super helpful. Um, he's wanted to work not full-time, but part-time and that's been super helpful. Yeah. 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 I know, I know several guys that have got their electrical license or plumbing license and they've gone off and started a business, but they didn't have anybody they could call with questions. And so mm -hmm. they're out there on their own and they're trying to figure out how do I handle this, this, this electrical situation, but also what do I do in this business situation? And, and so, yeah, those are, those are tough spots to be not having anybody you can call and get answers. Yeah. So when you took it over, what were y'all doing? Everything. We did commercial, we did new construction, we did some industrials, some controls. Um, yeah, we did, we did a little bit of everything that, uh, in fact, I've, I referred to it as uh, the old, the old show, have, have, tr have truck, will travel, um, have gun, will travel, you know, can't think of the name of the show. I guess that was the name of the show, wasn't it? Have gun, will travel. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and so it ended up just kind of doing, doing everything. And which, which, which I enjoyed because I enjoyed doing a lot of stuff, but I ended up having to narrow it down at some point. Yeah. So how did you make that decision? I had a year that was really tough. It was tough. Just business was good. We were doing new construction, had, had six guys working for me. Uh, um, and I talked about doing some service work and doing just getting out of new construction in the past, but never made the step had kind of, kind of made it. And I had a year that it was just had too much work. It was growth with no controls, could not keep up with houses. I got to where I could I actually, I couldn't sleep at night. I would go to bed and one o'clock in the morning, my eyes are still open at four 30. They're popping back open. And I just, I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I realized that I understand stress that life happens, but it shouldn't be happening like that on that, on that level. And so I made the decision actually, actually talking to my dad, we made, I made the decision and I called up all the contractors that I did new construction for and said, look, I'm not doing new houses anymore. And, and I enjoy wiring new houses, but it's a very reactionary business. And when you do, when you live your life in a reactionary mode, this is what I've learned is it's a, it's a tough way to function. Right. So you had plenty of business, but yeah. it was high stress, I guess. High stress, high demand, everybody, the squeaky wheel got the grease and there was always wheel squeaking. It was very reactionary. Yeah. So, I mean, there's something, it's a little bit reactionary in a service-based business anyway, in, on the service side, 
you know, this was wiring new stuff, but they were, you know, so was it, I'm guessing that was lack of planning on their part or lack of coordination or lack of management or something along those lines that puts you up against the gun. Yes, but it's the nature of the business. If you, mm. if, you know, if you talk to anybody in construction anywhere around the country, they're going to say, man, I'm busy, man, I'm busy. Yeah. You're busy driving around reacting to people making changes, what you're reacting to. That's what you're busy doing. Um, because that's just the nature of the business. That is the way the business operates. And I even find now we do get into some projects. And then when I, when, when, when we get back into that a little bit, you realize, Oh, that's why I left that because of that reactionary. And that's just, that's the way that that business operates. Right. And then it's, um, yeah, they want to put it on. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. I mean, I have a, a lot of clients and that have something to do with building something, you know, whether it's builders or architects or engineers or those kind of people. So I, I get it. And there's a little bit of moving, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to it, but so that, so you made the decision to, to focus on service. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about that business. Cause that's a, that's, that's really a different business. It is than, you know, you than know. being a subcontractor for a contractor on a on a house project. This is like you're dealing directly with the consumer. So what do you like about that? So relative to the new construction, what it allowed us to do is set a schedule for the day. We're going to do these two jobs today or one job, whatever many jobs we have. And at the end of the day, guess what? Those jobs were done and you went to the next day. You weren't carrying a bunch of stuff over. You weren't thinking, oh, man, I got to go by here in the morning and get the inspection and 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 you know, make somebody happy about this stuff. You, you went in, you, you, you go in, you take care of a customer and you add some lights or fix a plug or whatever the case may be. And at the end of the day, you, you shake their hand, you, 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 you settle up the bill and you, you go home and the day's kind of done. And it, it is, it is substantially less stress, um, easier, easier scheduling, you know, you can kind of slide people in holes and, and, you know, in, in the schedule and, and, and make them fit. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's just better from that perspective. And you get paid a lot quicker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you do, you get, you, you get paid quicker. Um, and that's always been a toss up for me because at the end of the day, the new houses, I enjoy wiring new houses and I enjoy doing remodels. I just, but the logistics of it are tough. And so the service work is just, is just a better, it's a, it's a better fit for us. Now it's not a better fit for everybody, but for us, it's, it's a much, it's a much better fit. And also what I found out is, doing the service it's hard to do the service work with the new construction because you never have time to go by some somebody's house and fix a plug because you're always out doing these big jobs um over the years and anybody that that's had any work done will say well i, I called 10 people and i couldn't get anybody to return a phone call well that's because you're calling the wrong people you're calling the, the guy out here that's wearing houses and he would love to come fix it for you, but he doesn't have time because he's busy wiring houses. And so, so they're really two different worlds. Exactly. That's the, that's the point. So we found a niche here, uh, what I would call home services, elect, being a home services electrician, so yes. the neighborhood electrician. So uh, tell us about where we are now. How many employees we got? What have we built it to? Where are we headed? So right now we've got... Uh, um, We've got a lady in the office that does all of our scheduling, runs the office and everything. And then we've got uh, three technicians and myself, four total. And and we are uh, excellent. I've got an ad out there right now trying to trying to hire somebody else, which is not as easy as I, I would I would like. But, uh, yeah, trying to hire somebody else. And we are and right now we're doing a mix of the service work and we do get into some small remodels, which actually I'm, I am looking at getting out of. Um, and getting back into, I've kind of, I've kind of 
you end up creeping into the remodels because people call and, hey, can you do this? And, yeah, sure, we can do that. But I really don't like that. And so we're probably going to retract a little bit from some of those. Uh, but that aside, yeah, we've got, we've got three technicians and myself working. And, um, yeah, business is good. And we are we are growing, and uh, yeah, people are calling wanting work done, and so uh, yeah, we're at a, we're at a good spot with that. Well, I mean, when you can actually, you know, I worked with a plumber one time, and his, his slogan was "We show up," and you were just talking about that the the average electrician out there, if he's working as a sub, he he you know he's going to be beholden to the to those contractors. They're not going to be able to respond. At, in the in the time period that you can to get the to get the work done for 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 a residential and it's a different animal anyway they're used to dealing with contractors they're not really used to being friendly and hanging out with homeowners and you know that sort of thing right no no it, it is you know we go to a lot of homes and we get that exact response of well man we just you know we had you guys come out because you're the first one to return a phone call um well, we've got somebody here answering the phone and that's, that's what we do. And, and, and I, I don't, I don't beat up on those guys that don't return phone calls sure. because, because I, I was that guy for years. Um, you know, I've got a lot of phone numbers written up on, on trusses up in attics where somebody called me and they wanted an appointment. And I said, well, here, let me write your number down. And I wrote it down with a Sharpie on a two by four. And then later that day, I realized that their phone number is up in the attic at, from this morning. And they may get, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so they may get a call back. They may not. So I don't, I, I'm not too hard on those guys working. Out, I, I, I call it guys working out of their trucks because they're doing their thing. And if you want somebody to return a phone call, you need to call some, a company that answers their phone. Right. So we found our niche and they have theirs. Yes. And, and that's totally okay. And that's the way it should work in the marketplace. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's switch the questioning a little bit. Let's talk about lessons learned. Like what are some of the lessons you've learned over the years about building and running and growing a business? Well, the first lesson that I learned is, is when you're dating your wife and she, and you ask her what she wants for her birthday and she says, you don't have to get me anything. The first lesson I learned is that's a lie. <laughs> that you do have to get her something. Um, <laughs> Otherwise, 30 years later, you're still hearing about it. So um, other than that, back to electrical, um, you know, it's just, I, you know, we've, th there's some basics and these are just uh, business basics as far as doing, <coughs> doing, you know, I think you and I talked, you and I talked about it, Bill, the, the roofing company that has the, the signage on the back of their trucks, the we'll do work at a, at a, at a, at a profit if we, if we can, at a loss, if we must, you know, but always quality. <laughs> And so some of the lessons I've learned are, and this is just how I am is I'm, I'm a quality first guy. We just, we, we will take care of our customers that the job will get, the job will get finished and everything will be functional. Um, now, and typically we get paid for it. It's not an issue, but it's going to work regardless. Um, you know, if we make money on the job, if we don't make money on the job, I'm a, I'm a quality guy. I want people six months from now to be happy with, with the installation that we do. And so, uh, I will, I will bend over backwards to make that happen just because I'm a, I'm a very relational guy and that when you don't, that affects that relation. I don't want to be looking over my shoulder thinking, Oh yeah, we really, we really suckered that lady into some work, didn't we? And uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. Um, but then I've also learned that I can trust other people to do work that I think only I can do. Apparently, Apparently, I'm not the only person that can do do electrical work. 
<laughs> That's right. And yeah, yeah, yeah you're, yeah, you guys, years back, the first guy I ever hired who was who was qualified and could do work, man, it was it was an amazing thing. I think I actually, I, him and I work on a job together. And I think I left to go to the store to get some stuff, and I called my dad, and I said, Dad, this is great. There's work being done, and I'm not doing it. And uh, that was like a big step. Have somebody will go out and do jobs for you. Yeah, that trust factor is big. So quality, hire good people and trust them to do good work and, and and verify it, obviously. But, you know, I think that's great. I think those are those are great lessons. Now, it seems like this relational nature that you have, I think it's it's helpful to look inside yourself as a business owner and say, all right, well, what kind of business do I want to build here? And as being a relational person, it seems like this service-based business makes a lot of sense rather than the you know, the, the, the other, the other type of, of wiring houses and being a subcontractor. No, it, it works out well. Yeah. Because, you know, people, when you go, when you go work for a customer, they want to, they want to know they can trust you. And, and we've all worked with or for different people over the years in different, with different personalities. And, and where, where you say, man, I, I don't know if I want that person working in my house or not. Um, you know, we had a, Year, we, several years back, we had a direct TV guy came to the house and they're required to wear their direct TV shirts when they show up. And he told my wife that she, he said, now you saw me, I had my direct TV shirt on right when I got here. Right. And she's like, well, yeah. Well, then he commenced to taking his direct TV sh shirt off so he could go on and get done with the work. Well, you know, that's just the guy, <laughs> that's just the guy checking boxes because he's got to check boxes. And I don't want to be that guy that just checks boxes I just, I like being an honest guy and just, you know, being honest with customers, with what we can do for them, with what we can't do for them. And by being upfront with customers like that, people appreciate that, you know, of, of giving them maybe cheaper options or giving them maybe more expensive options, depending on, on, on what they're, what they're looking at. You know, they may say, well, I want to do something a little nicer than that. Okay. Well, we can do this, but having that relationship where they, where they call you back to come do work again and again, you realize that there's a, a good bit of value in that. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what is, are there any other lessons or any advice that you would give to any entrepreneurs or people in business or thinking about being in business? Um, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, I'll say this, it's not, it's not for everybody. Yeah. yeah there's a, there's a lot of days that, that go by or where, where I say, man, man, it'd be nice just to go have a job, wouldn't it? And just go be able to clock out and go home and, and, uh, and be done with it. But then there's other days where it's, where it's great and it's awesome. And, and, and you really, you really enjoy it. And so, uh, um, but I would, I would say to, to, and this kind of goes into bill, what you and I've talked about just over the time is, is think about what you want out of the business and what kind of business you want to develop. Um, you know, I've got, a, I've got a friend of mine who does electrical work and he actually, he got his license and he hired a bunch of guys and wanted to do a bunch of work. And then he got doing that for a year and realized he wasn't making money. And what he found out is he really just likes working by himself and doesn't want employees. Hey, mm. good, good for him. So I would say to, for, to evaluate as you, as you go into a business, what you want to get out of that. What is your, what is your goal? We had the guy that we, the, uh, the gentleman from uh, Winston-Salem's got the grading business, Seth, that, uh, you know, he talks about wanting to create a generational business and yeah. that's what he wants to get out of it. So, I think that's a, that's a valuable thing. Yeah. Great advice. Start with the end in mind. Yeah. So Eric, if people want to get in touch with you, they need some electrical work at their house. How can they get a hold of the neighborhood electrician? Um, 
we got a website. It is uh, T-N-E-W-N-C at Gmail. Um, I'm sorry, sorry, email. We got a website is theneighborhoodelectrician.com or feel free to give us a call at 828-650-9944. Um, either way, if you go online, there's a place there to click to uh, do an online. Uh, you can respond online. We'd be happy to respond to that with an email or a phone call and come see what you got going on and what we can do for you. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So they do. the neighborhood electrician does fantastic work. Get them out to your house if you have an electrical issue, you need something rewired or fan or something like that. Um, so, Eric, thanks for being on the show. Bill, I appreciate you having me on the show. Happy, happy to do it. And thanks for being on Epic Entrepreneurs. And until next time, all the best. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs. Here's four things you can do. First, you can listen every week on Biz Radio, Mondays at 1. Second, you can subscribe to the podcast. Hey, you get it. The more subscribers we have, the more cool things we can offer you. Three, you can also go out and give us a five-star rating everywhere. And number four, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build an Epic Business, just go to giftfrombill.com. It's your roadmap to building your epic business. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.